I'm tired of accepting less than what I can do. There's a lot of information out there and the challenge really is deciphering. And the problem with social media and with online is that so many people just represent it via a car. The key for me was just being a self-starter. I bought the course and I think two months later, I booked a trip to China. The best day to start is today. I can't go backwards in time. I can't control it. But if you make a decision and you really want to do something, then I think you just become resourceful. I believe that being an entrepreneur is the pathway to an extraordinary life. Treading water is the same as drowning to people like you and me. You better start swimming. Welcome to I'm the One Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Green. So I see these, you know, these ads on whether it's TikTok or Instagram or, you know, wherever yeah. on social. And it's, you know, how to become a millionaire with passive <laughs> income and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. like, what's your thoughts on that? You know, as being in Amazon and being successful as you have been, what's your take on that stuff? I feel really bad for people trying to decipher who's telling the truth and who's not telling the truth. Because I think that most of these guys are just trying to capture what's out there and what's hot and been hot for a few years, Uh for example. Uh And so many people just don't know who to trust and who who to actually follow, right? So you've got this situation where I think I saw one the other day that said, if you've got $40,000 in the bank and it's just sitting there earning 3% of your savings account, you're just wasting that money. You need to go buy an automated income stream system and we'll sell a product for you. And and buy it from us. You buy it from us <laughs> and we'll do the whole thing for you. Just give us 40 grand. Yeah. And I was just question to myself, I would say, you know, if it was that easy, wouldn't they just do it over and over and over and over again? Right. right? right. So it just, that's always my lens I look at it through. And with that being said, you know, I got into this e-commerce business first with drop shipping and having my own site. And then uh, I actually did buy a course um, 2014, maybe. And I was as skeptical as skeptical. Yeah, me, but yeah. I had a, a background in, in running ads and selling online. And I was like, oh, man, this is gonna be great. And I, I bought the course and it helped kind of like teach me about this space about making our own products and private labeling. But, you know, I think it there's a lot of information out there. And the challenge really is deciphering. Sure. How do you decipher what's actually valuable and what's not valuable. And the problem with social media and with online is that so many people just represent it via a car, you know, Ty Lopez and sit in front of his <laughs> Lamborghini. And I've talked to Ty before. Oh, once before. I get it. It's a great it's guy, classic, nice guy. Classic. But I mean, did an amazing job. He's a great marketer. Yes. Brilliant right. idea. Right. But you know, how many times do you see this young guy in front of a car that he rented or a boat and people, people actually rent jets or a portion of a jet or it looks like a jet and they pretend like they're on a jet. I mean, I, I think the challenge really is to decipher, you know, what's real and what's not real and, and find real credibility. How and, do you do that? God, I wish I had a hack for this. <laughs> I don't know if there's a true hack. I mean, the honest yeah. answer is finding people um, that have done it, that you meet. I, I feel like meeting people in person I like that. is a key. Yeah. hundred percent for me. And you can tell when you meet people in person, and especially multiple people. You know, I, I bought this course in 2014, I think, and I went to a conference in 2015, I want to say, or end of 2014. And I thought... Was the conference from the course that you bought? Yeah, it was from okay, the course. Okay. kind of came along with the ticket. And I was like, I, I, th- I thought to myself, this is going to be a bunch of people like me. They've got experience. Uh, they've got some capital to invest. And what I found was that most people just kind of got suckered into the dream. Mm-hmm. And they bought into this, like, sure. I buy this, bam. It's going to work for me. Right. Without realizing that you have to be a self-starter, you have to, you know, there's, there's so many work hats. In, there's work involved. A lot of work. You have to be able to understand uh, a lot of different things and put it all together. Like, it's it's like, it's like being a cook. It's like you're baking, right? They gave the recipe for some success. Mm. But then you've got to realize, like, hey, how do I do this piece of it? How do I do this piece? And can I make this piece better than what they're saying, right? You know, I, the key for me was just being a self-starter. I bought the course, and I think two months later, I booked a trip to China. You know, you coming in before the course, you'd already had a little bit of 
you know, understanding of what's going on. Yeah, so I had a lot of understanding. I mean, we were doing drop shipping and I was running yeah. all the AdWords myself, you know, early 20, I don't know, 10 to 20. So you didn't walk in blind. I didn't walk in blind. Most of the people came in blind, which, right. you know, might even be a benefit for them because they didn't have any predisposed notions about it. So, but for me, it was immediate. I was like, this is a no brainer. I went to the conference and I couldn't believe how little people knew they were having success. And again, that was an easier time than it is now, less mm. competition. But it's it's always like, well, I wish I would have started when. Everybody always says that. I wish I would have started five years sure. ago, 10 years ago. Sure. There's a, the best day to start is today. Right. I can't go backwards in time. Right. I can't control it. I think that the sad part is really trying to find people um, to believe. And I, I think the best thing for people to do is really find real people that they can talk to, communicate with, and say, hey, who should I trust? What should I read? What, sh- what actually works? I think that's the only way to really understand. You can buy a course. You can try it and do things, sure. but take action. I mean, I, I booked a trip to China. I went to Guangzhou, China, the Canton Fair. Largest show in the world, 11, 12 million square feet, something like that. It's massive. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. It lasts a couple of weeks, three different phases. I went there just to see, like for myself, this is real. <laughs> and I went, I couldn't believe how cheap things were to make. Yeah. You know, it was amazing. I was like, wait a minute, this stuff sells for a lot more money online and in stores in the US. All right, this is perfect. I'm dialed in. Let's go find some opportunities and let's start going. Were there like light bulb moments or were there like just epiphanies when you were there? Like you're like, oh, wait a minute. Hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, I bought a, a present for my wife, I think a few months, like maybe Christmas before or something. It was one of those uh, face scrubby, uh, like those spinning uh, oh, like brushes. The, the little, yeah. The, the one that spin, the machine handheld, uh, rechargeable, you push a button and it spins. Okay. And then you know, it sloughs off or exfoliates sure. the skin or something. It was some name brand Ulta Sephora thing for like 150 bucks. It was a new product. And I went to the show and... I saw it on the on the, one of the booths for nine dollars, and I was like, "That looks very similar to the hundred fifty dollar one that I bought." I think we can do this. I think we can figure out a way to to, to do this and make some products and create a brand and actually start building something off of that. Now so, you were already on Amazon at this point. No, no, not really. No, okay. Just been doing drop shipping. So let it learn the whole ecosystem of Amazon. So okay, okay. What How was to you- ship? I didn't know anything about shipping. I I. <laughs> I met a couple of guys at the conference. One guy had been to China many times for his job before he started being an entrepreneur. And uh, I told him I'd ordered some product. And he said, well, how are you going to get it over to the U.S.? I said, I have no idea. And this wasn't covered in the course. Mm. And he said, wait a minute, what do you mean? <laughs> and I said, well, I, put it in I, my backpack. I ordered a 20-foot container of product. And he's like, yeah, but how are you going to get it here? I said, I don't know yet. It's not going to be done for like 45 days. He's like, you're crazy. Mm. And I was like, well, we'll just figure it out. I, I, mean, I just met you. You know how to do this. So we'll talk about it. Let's figure it out. Tell me what I need to do. Set me up. What's a, oh, I don't know what a freight forwarder is. Let's figure it out. What's afraid for? Let's just make it happen. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that really helps me a lot is that I just take action. Okay. And just go. I like just it. Go. I, I, like I don't it. know if it's going to work out. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to, I'm going to give it my, and once I've analyzed it and said, Hey, this makes sense to me, especially once I went to the conference and I saw people up on a stage talking about things. And I thought, wow, I don't think that person's any smarter than I am. Yeah. And they're having some level of success. I think I can at least do that level of success. And I'm, I know I'm willing to commit and do the work. I'm not, it's not just a pipe dream and I'm not going to just push a button. It doesn't, right. it doesn't work like that. Right. So I think that's a reality of having any business owner. Right. And I think the problem is that a lot of people get sold this dream dream of just passive income. I hate that word. It's not that there's passive income and active income. There's less active income and more active income. <laughs> okay. I don't know of much other than buying a stock yeah. or buying, you know, T-bills or bonds where it's truly passive. I don't know any 
true business owner that is 100% passive. There's less active. I might only have to work in one of my businesses for an hour or two hours a week or, or even less if you've got a really great team that manages itself and you've got all your systems dialed in. But the reality is there's less active and then more active. And we've seen this whole ecosystem change over the years where people thought they could just create a business and then go sit on the beach all day long. And the reality is it just someone's coming for your, to eat your lunch tomorrow. So you better be getting better every single day. Yeah. What was your you know, as you're doing this, what was your expectations of, you know, going into Amazon world? Like, what was your expectation as you entered this? You know, I, I thought this was going to be a way I was working in corporate America still at the time. And uh, I'm not a good fit. I consider myself unemployable. <laughs> so I definitely unemployable now, but I, I, I definitely, I never really, you know, I, I never really loved it. I didn't like the bureaucracy. I'd worked at yeah. a bunch of big companies. I didn't like the bureaucracy. I didn't like the um, the way that everybody thought about things. It was just more structure than it was like, hey, we could solve a problem and do it better. They didn't really want to hear that too often. So even though I did sales and I was, you know, cover my own territory, uh, still had to operate within the uh, inefficiencies of the bureaucracy. So for me, it was like, all right, I want to, first step is how do I replace my income? How do I replace at least what I make at a, at a good job? How do I replace that income? That was step one. Once I do that, I'm leaving the job. Once I leave the job, how do I continue to take more of my focus onto the business? You know, uh, at the time I had two young children, wife, mm. house, you've got the, you know, the golden handcuffs, little, you're making decent money. Sure. How do you move on? And that's what I see with a lot of my friends that want to do things. I play soccer with a bunch of guys, you know, thirties, forties. And they're, they're like, I don't want to be doing my job either, but I don't know how to take that step right. and take that action. And it is a little bit of a leap of faith. You know, they say entrepreneurs, 100%. We jump off a cliff and then we build the airplane on the way down. As a coach, you know, that's what I do a lot with people. But I have to assess who you are. Like yeah. someone like you, it's easier to be like, because like, I say jump in and learn how to fly. Like that's what I do too, for the most part. Um, you know, one of my favorite slogans, and I think it's the best, is Nike's. It's like, just do it. Yeah. Stop thinking about it and just do it. But at the same time, what you just talked about, you had kids, you had a family. Yeah. You can't just be like, put them in jeopardy of like, hey, no. we're broke. We're, now we're homeless. And I think that's where you're just measuring your risk and your reward. And understanding what you're, how you're thinking about it. But I mean, once <laughs> I tell people all the time, there's no better feeling mm. than we start making money while you sleep. Oh, I mean, I remember the first time I started making money when I slept and I would wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> and check and see how many sales we had. That is that that's a euphoric. It's addicting. Yeah. It's Yo, ridiculous. Yeah, right. Like you wake up and you're like, Oh, let me see. We made, Oh, we made money while I was sleeping. That is, there's no better feeling. And that's, you know, having a business versus being an employee. And that once you start shifting your mindset around that, it, I don't think you can go back to thinking enough. That's why I say I'm completely unemployable right. now because right. I can't think any other way. No, I'm with you. I want to solve the problem. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur forever. I think my kids are kind of in trouble. They're unemployable. I mean, they're, they only see it as one way, which is they want to have their own business. Uh, that's great though. I love it. No, I, I right. think it's awesome. Right. But they really narrowed their options down. No, I, I mean, I think I they're there. They, maybe they'll go work at a job they don't love. I, I kind of hope they have a I was going to say job. that might be a good idea for them. I wouldn't mind if they had a terrible job sure. selling rock for a summer in Arizona <laughs> or something just to teach them some lessons. Yeah. But I think that uh, they see it and they're like, well, I don't, when they see it from their perspective, they've grown up with this. They see it and they go, I don't, I don't understand why. Why doesn't everybody do that? Yeah. But anyway, it, it, the e-commerce reality is that it's obviously much more com complicated and more there's more competition now. It's hard. I don't think any – the grass is always greener. Everybody always says, oh, I should go do this or I should go – oh, look at that business. Oh, but you know what the saying is also with that is – What's that? The grass is always greener, but it's only greener because they fertilize it with bullshit. Sometimes that's true. <laughs> I also like to think they've been watering it for 10 years. There you go. Right? Okay. So they've been watering it for right, a long right, right. time. It like didn't get green too. overnight. It took a lot of time and energy to actually build that, 
the way they want it to be, right? So I think that that's important uh, around this. But I, I just think it's unfair to so many people because so many people want to get out of that situation. And then, you know, hopefully I can bring actionable. I believe that being an entrepreneur is the pathway to an extraordinary life. And I would love to see everybody be an entrepreneur that has the desire to be an entrepreneur. Sure. And I think most people get stuck at the first step. What do I do? That's, but I think that's for most people. Like starting, I mean. any, starting anything in life, whether it's the laundry or I always say this, it's always the hardest part. Once you get going, you just roll with it. But it is like something larger, a concept like this. I'm going to become an entrepreneur. How do you like, what is that first step? I think some of the worst advice people give and receive is follow your passion. I don't think that's the starting point. I think it's terrible advice because just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean that there's demand, doesn't mean there's an opportunity there, doesn't mean that there's not too much competition. I personally believe you should find something that you have skills around that you can bring skills to the business, mm -hmm. whether it's buying a business, which I, I believe in, or starting a business from scratch. Like buying a pre-existing business. Buying an existing business. But if we don't have the money, right? Like you say, yeah. you say you're in corporate world, like you sure. are, right? But you're not, and you're not even in big corporate world. You're just, you're making whatever, chump change, but you've, you know, you need to make this jump, like on a lean budget. Like how do, how do, how does that happen? I love this objection. This is one of my favorite objections of all time. I don't have the money. I believe where there's a will, there's a way. And I believe there's enough money out there. And listen, I grew up with no money. We had nothing. Yeah. I didn't have friends that had money. You know, people say that raise that money from that friends and family round. Right, right, right. right. I'd arrange like five hundred dollars. <laughs> no, I'm I would with have the, maxed it five hundred bucks when I was a same young way. guy. Yeah, I had nobody to go to, and I had no money to raise from anybody. Right, yeah. so I totally get that not having that, but then that's where you're building a network and and building relationships with people that want to invest in you comes in. Right, so putting yourself around the right people, the the environment. Is yeah, that what you're saying. Yeah, I think I think most of the reasons people don't take the leap fall back to, they haven't really made the decision that they want to do it. They're not committed to it. Well, I get this all the time. And some people think this is derogatory, but I, I call a lot of people entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. They want to be an entrepreneur. Sure. There's a difference between wanting to be an entrepreneur and being committed to it. Right. Right. If you're committed to doing something, you'll go past all these obstacles. You'll, you'll bust through all these uh, objections. These aren't a problem. It's just, how do I solve this? Or who can help me solve this problem? Right. I, I, the best example I have is I, I play soccer, um, usually on Tuesday nights with some friends, pick up some guys I don't even know. And then Sundays, sometimes we play on league, league, uh, on Sundays, but on Tuesday night, there's all sorts of guys, all different backgrounds, all different ages, 18 to probably mid fifties. And it's good competitive soccer, but a lot of these guys have talked about having a business for a long time or want to have their own business. Right? right. Right. And so what happens is they've got obstacles. Like there's a lot of it's fear. Of it's, course. um, I got, I make really good money right now, so I don't want to do it. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you make a decision and you really want to do something, then I think you just become resourceful. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there are people to invest. There are people that can help you with this. There are so many resources out there that you can use. I mean, I feel like everything's available. All the information in the world is out there. How do I take action and how do I just make it happen and become an unrelenting force if you decide that something's inevitable, you'll find a way to make it happen. What's your thought on, because I have the thought that not everybody's built to be an entrepreneur. Are you saying? I agree. Okay, okay. Yeah. I agree. But I think the people that want to become an entrepreneur should become an entrepreneur. 100%. I definitely don't think everybody's wired or built to be an entrepreneur. 
I think some people learn to become an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And then I think some people just don't want to do it. Yeah. Like the risk doesn't match up. They feel better about having a job and there's nothing. I'm not judging anybody for this, but I've seen what happens when you become an entrepreneur in my life. I have a lot of friends that are entrepreneurs. Most of you I talk to, it's a really amazing life, right? It gives you the opportunity to make money while you sleep. It gives you the opportunity to live a better life. It gives you the opportunity to do things you are great at, that you're passionate about, right? I, I've had, I had plenty of crappy jobs when I was younger where you, we've all had this, I think most of us had the experience where you get in the car on a Friday and you're like, mm-hmm. so happy to leave. <laughs> I get, thank God I don't have to come back here till Monday. Yeah. I had those experiences yeah. and I remember those things or, you know, do manual labor as a kid in high school. Terrible, mm-hmm. just brutal. And I was like, man, I can't do this for the next 40 years. This is, t- it feels terrible. So I think it comes back to motivation. And then I think a lot of people don't recognize the sacrifice. Everybody thinks it's oh, easier than it is. You, you know, I get a lot of people that say, you know, you, you've got a lifestyle that I want. I want. I want to travel in the summer. I want to be gone for the whole summer. Great. What do you want to do? What are you willing to give up yeah. to live that life? Right. Wait a minute. What do you mean? What do I got to give up? I got to give stuff up. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't happen. <laughs> well, listen, you better either have time, money, or expertise. Which are you going to bring to the table? And then what are you willing to give up? I gave up sleep in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? I had a job. I had kids, wife. I mean, I... I tried to exercise. I gave up sleep to, to start the first business. And so what are you going to give up? What are you willing to invest? And then how committed are you to making this happen? I get a lot of people that say, you know, Hey, I want to do this. And I say, great. So what you're telling me is you want to do what I do, but you're unwilling to oh. do what I did. Right. And that's what I find people. They want the easy button, right? Everybody wants the well, button. Of course. They want to do what I do now, but they're unwilling to do what I did in the past to get there. Right. right. And I think that if you're committed to it, I, I think if you become an inevitable force, it's bound to happen and you just become more resourceful. I think sometimes money hurts. If you have too much money to oh, invest, yeah, sure. you get a little sloppy. I've gotten sloppy in certain cases. I would like some of that though. I'd like to, I'd like to experience. I don't some know that. if that's the case. No. So here's what's interesting as you're talking, like, cause I've been an entrepreneur my entire life and I started my first, you know, company right out of college in 2000 and I've created a few different ones and I've never gotten to your level, not even close. Right. And, but what's interesting is like, sure, there's the money and there's all this, but the experience that you have with it and being like, I live on the edge a lot of times when it comes to the finances and this and that, and am I going to make it or this? Mm. But to me, that's what pushes me because I love it. But mm. again, those are the, you got to be that type of person and be able to willing to sacrifice. Like you're saying, cause I'm still in the game and I'm not leaving anytime soon because I will get to where you're at. And I know I will. It's just keep plugging away and mm. keep hitting it. All right. So we got to talk about a topic. This is probably too much for today, but we're going to have to come back to this and tag this for later. But I definitely want to talk about a topic in the future about uh, what I think you're talking about is is security. Like some people think of money as security. Sure. And they think, you know what? I need X amount of dollars. And I used to think this way. Okay. I need X amount of dollars or income to feel secure. And what I learned, uh, uh, a woman who I absolutely love to death, her name is Lana. She's in Romania. I've talked to her as a coach a handful of times and absolutely love her and her family. She's great. She taught me security is from within not from without. I don't need to get security from another place. And I think I already knew that inherently. Yeah. If you have confidence and you're capable, yeah. all that matters yeah. to me is I, <laughs> it's hard for me to kind of like, I, I know it sounds crazy to some people, but there's, there's a certain part of me that just knows it's going to happen. Yeah. It feels inevitable to yeah. me. It's going to happen. Right. So then I don't, I don't worry about it. And having that frame of mind and that thought process frees me up to take action. So that's what that's what I'm talking about. Like I'm always 100% motivated, pumped up, yeah. like motivated. And my my parents, my mom especially, is like, 
how do you do what you do? Because <laughs> she needs that security. Yeah. She needs the, and yeah. I'm like, that bores me to death. I would die in a little box. Like, no, I got to be out doing my stuff. And I haven't hit the big time yet, but it's already in my mind. It's already there. It's yeah. a done deal. I just got to keep doing what I'm doing and I enjoy it every step of the way. You know, my belief about the framework about wealth, health, and relationships. I think that money is just a piece of it that allows you to have more time and energy and resources to have better health and better relationships. Freedom. It's freedom. Yeah. It's freedom to take action. Yeah. Right. And it's resources. Gives you the, yeah, yeah. Gives yeah, you the yeah. resources. Yeah. Right. So I, money is a motivator, but it is not the only motivator for me. And I think it can be, some people get on that path and they give up everything else just for the money and then realize, Hey, maybe it's not just enough. So it's, I try to balance all three and try to win in all three of those categories. Yeah. But I do think, I mean, listen, uh, I joke, some people might not like this, but I tried being poor. I didn't like it. <laughs> I tried it for a long time yeah. being poor. We grew up poor. I tried it in my, through my mid twenties. I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Hey, some people want to be poor. Great fit. You love it. You want right. to be poor. They want to, they want to give up everything and they're not interested in any physical goods. That is not me. I, was, I like the resources. <laughs> I like having fun. Yeah. I like being able to do things. I gave it a shot. It wasn't for me. So let's circle back. What's the reality of being in the e-commerce world and being successful versus some of the, I guess we talked about earlier, the get rich quick scheme guys? Yeah, I, I think that there are some people out there that are definitely delivering real value, but I feel like a lot of those guys aren't. And, and what I see, especially in this internet marketing slash e-commerce world, is they'll find one thing that works. So that is the one time that a campaign had a really great result. Uh, they don't show you the 99 times that didn't work. So okay. it's survivorship bias, right? Makes sense. So they find one angle that they can get a clip on and they say, Hey, listen, I ran this ad and I paid two cents a click and I got this ROI. They just don't show you the other hundred campaigns and ads that they, they ran that didn't work. Because they can't do it again. You can't do it again. Right. They do it the one time. It's right. Like, okay. And so I see that a lot. I see these ads and, and they give you like half of the recipe. We talked about this a little bit earlier, yeah. the recipe to it. And then they forget to tell you is like all the other things that go into it and what could go wrong. I see this all the time with the Amazon uh, ads or people that are trying to sell courses and things like that. I right. see it a lot where like, if you sold this one product, <laughs> I mean, it's like an infomercial from oh, like the 90s. 100%. If you sold this one product, you would have made $20,000 last month. Right. Reality is, first of all, they gave you a $20,000 number, which is revenue. Second of all, they gave you the best selling product yeah. in that subcategory. Third, they forgot to mention that product's been on Amazon for eight years and has 10,000 reviews, right? So it, yes, that is, is sort of true. And then they forget to tell you like, oh, there's ad costs and there's Amazon fees and there's all these mm -hmm. labor costs, all this stuff. Like actually out of that $20,000, you made two grand, which is still great. You made two grand for the month for that one product, but that's the best seller or maybe the right. second best seller. It's not the hundred other guys selling the exact same widget on Amazon. So I think uh, the reality is that it's it's a lot harder than it was before. And it's a lot harder for anyone to get started. I think the biggest thing that people don't, they underestimate is the capital, right? So everybody goes out there and say, oh, I'm just going to order a thousand units of something and I'm going to sell it online. And they don't differentiate the product. They don't understand how branding works. They don't realize all of the pieces that have to ha that have to go perfectly for you to make money at yeah. the end of the day. You can get revenue. But then you got to make money. It's hard. We've been doing this for a long time and my team and it's still challenging to be profitable on a regular, consistent basis. But again, a lot of these people are, that are running these ads and are trying to advertise, they aren't trying to necessarily give you the reality of the situation. They're trying to sell courses in most cases.
So the reality of it then, like, what is it? Like what yeah. I'm going in and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm jumping in. I'm doing this. I'm going to go into the Amazon game. Uh, what are, what is, what's the reality? What's, what do I, should I expect as in, if do I go pick a product? Like what, what, what would your advice be as far as like, my first advice is you probably shouldn't do it. And that's counter to what most people say. <laughs> Love it. Because it's difficult. There's a lot of competition. So I would ask first, you know, hey, what are your skills to enter this business? What do you have from a skill set? Oh, I, I've never sold anything online. I don't really understand how advertising works. And I've never sourced a product overseas. Mm-hmm. I'd say good luck. Yeah. You better not do this. You're probably going to let your money on fire. Right? I just be real with people. Are I tell you- people all this time. Are you just saying this so that other people don't come in and be your competition? I got so much competition. <laughs> just kidding. No such thing. I actually, it's funny. I like to see a lot of people selling the same product because that tells me there's demand. Obviously, we use tools to d- determine what the proper demand is. But I would tell most people starting today, don't do it. You are not going to, most likely, not going to be successful. I would say any business that is successful is successful because they are, they are doing well across a lot of vectors. Right. So let's take advert. Let's take my business, for example, the reality, right? You got to start with a good product. Okay. You better find a product that has demand. You find a product that doesn't have demand. You're done. Now, are you going out and finding a product or are you creating a product? Is it both or what is it? We're finding demand for a product and then we're creating the product. Okay. Gotcha. Right. So here's the simplest model of what we do. We find demand usually based by keywords or how many products of a certain niche are selling. Okay. And then what we do is we go find suppliers. Does that ROI work? Can we penetrate that market and can we sell better on Amazon? Can we sell better than what the competition is? Maybe it's a branding, a marketing play, what it, maybe a better product. What are they not doing well, right? Mm-hmm. Finding ways to be better than what's out there in the market and competition, solving, solving customers' needs, right? Yeah. Once we solve their needs, we then need to get visibility, which is advertising and SEO on Amazon. Okay. Then we got to make sure that our supply chain works. We don't run out of stock. Then we got to make sure that we get reviews. Oh, and then, by it. the way, we just got to do this over and over again. They call it the flywheel. We got to make sure it happens over and over and over again, right? And so all of those things have to work well for you to have any chance of making profit. And if one of those things falls down, you're going to struggle. And even if they all go well, you still might struggle. right? And that's just the reality of business. So I think of each business has its own characteristics that you must win on. And I think this is one of those businesses where if you identify with things you have to win on and be better, and you don't have to be the best in every one of them, right? but as there's more competition, you better be better than most of them at each one of them for you to win. And it's a combination. It's an aggregate of your performance across all of those. So what I feel like the thing that frustrates me the most about everybody running ads and this, you know, passive income, give us your money and we'll, we'll give you an income stream um, is that they just tell you pieces of it, right? They don't mm-hmm. tell you the real story behind it. And I think everybody should be an entrepreneur. And I think there's a way to do this. And there are people that can come into the space and do well, but they've got certain skills or capital or, or, I mean, there are a lot of guys, this whole space has been crazy over the last couple of years that raised money, bought these brands and thought they could run them because they know M&A, mergers, and mergers and acquisitions, and they haven't been able to run them well. It's a complicated business. So that's more of the reality of what today is in the e-commerce world. And I, I think that just too many people, too many people don't spend the time to really understand what it is and kind of, they just put the time and energy in and just jump in and say, oh, this guy's, this guy's doing it. Right, right. Maybe right, it'll right, work out for right. me. And I'll, I'll hope, hope's not a plan. Right. <laughs> right. That, I, I love it's hope. It's nice to have hope. Yeah. I yeah, love hope yeah. and I love being optimistic, but yeah. that isn't a plan to, su- to succeed. So you've said, don't do this. Yeah. So if, if listeners want to get some more information on how to do this, what should they do? Where should they go to get some information? This is the tactic I use, and I'm sure I borrowed this from somebody in the past. I don't, I, I'd give them credit if I could remember where I got it from, but 
I think anytime I want to learn something new, I create what's called an info diet. Have you heard, are you familiar with this concept? No, I'm, okay. but I'm interested. So I did this with AI over the last year and really want to dig deep into something. So what is an information diet? It's a diet like you eat. You have a nutrition diet. You have a diet of what you eat every day and put in your body. It's the same thing of what you put into your brain. So most people just let things come at them. I want to be strategic about what I'm putting into my brain. Mm-hmm. And if I want to learn about a topic, I go deep mm-hmm. into that topic, right? So what do I do? I find people on Twitter that are experts in this. I find people on YouTube that are experts on it. I try to find podcasts and I go deep into that, but I want to create a system so they're all just feeding me. I'll sign up for daily newsletters. Mm, gotcha. And then as I get that information, I can decipher, as I start to learn, I can decipher who actually knows what they're talking about yeah. and who doesn't, get rid of the ones that don't. And then what I find is when you find somebody that's really great at something, who do they follow? I like it. And then I just go out to each of the, it's a network effect. Yeah. I want to go out and look at the node. Oh, this guy's great. He follows these three other people. Well, if he's great, he knows what he's talking about. He follows three other people. Maybe I should follow those three people. And maybe I should start getting information. And as you get deeper and you get more knowledge, you have context yeah. to make a better decision. Yeah. So that would be my recommendation. There's a bunch of e-commerce podcasts out there that are great. There's a bunch of Amazon specific ones, but just start listening. And then if you're serious about it, once you've created this diet, just dive in deep, yeah. really consume it. If that's something you want to do, go to a conference. There's a bunch of conferences out there. Go to a conference, meet other people that are doing this in the real world that you can talk to, take them out for a drink, grab lunch with people, talk to people that are doing it so that you can understand how the real world works. Hmm. Get outside. I mean, listen, I love this stuff. I love YouTube. I love podcasting. I love all this stuff. Go meet people belly to belly. Stand in front of somebody, talk to them, understand the reality, because that's where the real magic happens. I mean, you can learn a lot from most things, but the real magic happens when people are sharing one-to-one, one-to-two, five people, close friends are all sharing this stuff at a really close the, the best stuff comes in those environments. No, it's interesting because you're talking about going and gathering information where a lot, of, like for myself and a lot of entrepreneurs, I'm thinking we're like, oh, let's just go do it. So sure. you just start doing what you just said. Don't do that. Go get it. Which, by the way, I love. And I know for a fact, you are your environment. You are the people you hang out with. So if you're going to go do it, go find the good ones, like you said. Yeah. And I like the diet. I, I've never heard that. So yeah, I try to do it anytime there's something I want to tackle and yeah. really go deep on. Then it's, I just create my own information diet. Yeah. And then that That's information cool. is coming to me. And then I can choose what I like, choose what I don't like. And then I can just keep narrowing down and learning and learning and learning. And then I, I normally I would say quick start, just go do it. Yeah. The reality of it is though, that you need to assess whether this is something you want to invest time in. I think it's very easy for people that want to be entrepreneurs and have never been an entrepreneur and including myself. I get the whole problem about new ideas every day. I have so many ideas. It's unbelievable, right? It's a shiny object syndrome, right? So we always go and bounce. I want to do this. I want to do this. I think that you have to assess whether it's something you really want to commit to and learn first and say, is this the opportunity? And do I have a skill set to win in this space? And then if I do, then I want to create the information diet, pull the information in. Once I've assessed that, go. Then it's go time. I like it. Don't think about it anymore. Take action, analyze, and get better. It's just a feedback loop and creating that feedback loop. Yeah, perfect. So that's my recommendation for people is, is go and do that. But I, I just hope people don't get suckered into some of these, you know, over-promising, under-delivering. Uh, well, if they, if they do, learn from it at least. Yeah. Don't get, like, completely discouraged yeah. and bail. Like, and not everybody's bad. There are definitely people sure. out there who are teaching quality information, so I don't want to paint uh, everybody with the same brush. Right. I think that it's really important to just try to find out for yourself. And it, that's the difficult part. I think in today's society, you are inundated with marketing and oh, information and gosh. just overwhelmed. And so I think of it like curation. How do I curate? How do I have enough knowledge and context so I can curate what works and what doesn't work? 
And for, for me, maybe I'm just old school. Face-to-face works for me. Yeah, I like it too. I can read people a heck of a lot better. Is it oh. reality? Is it, or is it just, is it all fake? Right. You know, that's the part I don't, I don't want to be in that situation where it's not real. And so how can we connect with other people? And honestly, that's a, a big part of this. When we create this podcast and I'm the one, I want to grow my network of people, which I have a great network of people that believe in the same characteristics. You know, they're striving to be better with wealth, health, relationships. They've taken responsibility and said, I'm the one, right? This isn't about me. Right. This is about each of you that are mm-hmm. listening out there and saying, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of accepting mm-hmm. less than what I can do. Love it. And I've committed to being better at whatever I want to have happen. And once you do that, I feel it's completely liberating. And I can't see it any other way. Yeah. That's the challenge for me now. I can't think back. I, I can, I just not, I'm not successful at thinking back to how I used to think. Right. Once you change your mindset and how you think about things, it's almost impossible to go back. Yeah. I can't imagine the way I thought when I was younger. <laughs> like I, I, I'd smack that 25 year old oh, kid. Man, I look at the, the people today and I'm like, do you know what you guys have? There's a guy I'm going to mention. He's going to subscribe. He better you subscribe to this podcast and listening right now. He's in Michael Lanham. I love this guy. He's 26, lives in Texas, works for a company that I advise. He has everything. He's got, he's smart. He's got, he makes money. He's got a good relationship with his family and girlfriend. He's crushing it. I said to him in the car, we were in Uber a few months ago. And I said, listen, hey, buddy, you, you are crushing life. Don't die. Don't go do something stupid. You're already winning. <laughs> Don't buddy. you go dying on You're me. winning. You're 26. You're winning in all these categories. Don't go buy a motorcycle. Don't go do anything stupid and kill yourself. You, you're winning. Keep winning across these across these dimensions and just keep optimizing and getting better. But don't do anything stupid, right? I look back and go, this guy's eons ahead of me when I was 26. It's not even close. Right. So I think about this. A lot of people today, the resources and the the availability of options is the pro and the con to this. Sure. So it's how do I curate? How do I create an information diet? How do I figure out who to connect with? Well, I love the whole diet thing because as I, I always talk about, there's so much information out there and we get hit left, right all the time. It becomes overwhelming and then you just blur it all out. But what you did was you just took it and you sort of chunked it down. And then from there you get the better resources. And next thing you know, I love it. I'm, I'm going to start doing a little diet for myself, by the way. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love talking e-com. I'm sure we'll get a lot of questions about e-commerce and Amazon and all that stuff. And happy to, happy to answer any questions or comments that I can, yeah. um, go to on the com and, and put in something on the AMA and ask me anything. I'm happy to answer any questions I can to maybe point some people in the right direction or a course or something like that, that I, I, I think is, is worthwhile or a podcast that we can listen to, but you know, appreciate the conversation today. And as always stay curious and never stop becoming the one. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with friends. Visit on the one.com and ask me anything. And as always, stay curious and never stop becoming the one.